Hey friends, and welcome to day six of 31 days of podcasts. This is Polina, your host with the Super Mom Society podcast, and also your favorite super mom, formerly known as the Ask Polina podcast. I'm excited to be here. In today's episode, we have just two more days left of the week where I talk about health, and then we are going to transition to wellness. The third week, we're going to talk about business, and the fourth week, we're going to talk about parenting. I've actually got guests planned now for the next several weeks for the podcast, so I'm really excited about that. I actually love doing interviews and having guests and talking with other people, and I just think it's going to be a really great addition to this podcast. Okay, for today's podcast, I'm going to be answering some questions. So for those of you who have not yet joined my Facebook group, I used to be super active in it, approving um, question posts and responding, but now I am doing that here on the podcast. So right now on Facebook, my business pages and my Facebook group, it's all called Ask Polina. It's going to transition very soon. I'm actually very excited. Facebook has been working with me on merging all of my business pages. And that's going to be so great because there'll just be one place you can go. Um, We'll have a business page and then I'll keep the private group. And then you guys can ask questions. I can post the podcasts and answer the questions here. So I've had a lot of questions actually back from 2022 that have been sitting in that group in the waiting for approval. So I'm getting through them and I really appreciate your patience. I actually didn't think that I'd make it to responding to those questions, but I'm coming full circle with this and now things are working so smoothly i am very very excited to be able to bring that back where you guys feel supported and you get real answers to your questions i feel oftentimes there is just like a general response when it comes to answering health questions even like wellness, even business, even parenting. I think the more specific, the better. And we don't typically get that kind of response. And of course, you guys know how much I love talking about the science, chemical constituents of essential oils, how the cells function in the body. I'm studying that in school. So I like the fact that I can use the information I'm learning, teach it here, and also integrate it with learning more about health, wellness. And now that I'm expanding and talking about business and parenting, I love those topics as well. And in general, I want you to live an incredibly amazing life. And all of these topics create that. So if we can optimize health, optimize wellness, optimize our relationships and business, then we can have a really incredible life. And of course, the easier, the better to make it simple and to just keep that positive outlook and that optimistic perspective that anything is possible. Okay, so let's start with a few questions. First, we have a question from Beth. She asked, are there any vets in here? Can anyone share if it is safe 
if they use tri-ease for their pet for seasonal allergies. We have a 32-pound pup who the vet recommended Zyrtec for. Thanks for any help. All right, so let's talk briefly on using essential oils for pets. So a reminder really quick for those of you who want to subscribe, you can subscribe to exclusive content where I give detailed information. You can also get all my downloads. They're on my website, askpolina.com or supermomsociety.com. I have started doing webinars that include downloads as well. So tomorrow I have a healthy lungs and breathing techniques webinar. It's actually posted for 9 a.m. Pacific standard time, but it's going to be at 9.30 and I'll send the email as well. Okay, so uh, let's talk about essential oils for pets. Typically what you see is be aware essential oils are very dangerous for pets. Pets are super sensitive to essential oils and it's something that you have to be very mindful and careful of and you also have to make sure you strongly dilute the essential oil. Now the thing is whenever you're dealing with naturopathic medicine or natural alternatives, really important factors, where are you getting those natural alternatives and medicines to use to improve your health and also to help your body support itself and heal itself because the sourcing of all that and the companies that you're you know getting your products or supplements from or tinctures from or essential oils from that makes a really really huge difference so for those of you who are listening that don't know this really important information Essential oil, in the essential oil industry, it's very common to put 100% essential oil on the bottle of an essential oil bottle if it only has 5 to 10% of the actual essential oil in the bottle. So usually they add just 5 to 10% of the actual essential oil, and then they add a ton of different fragrances. So they're adding you know, alcohol, it's a distiller, they're adding all different kinds of synthetic fragrances. And this is causing a lot of problems in the essential oil industry because people have allergic reactions. They think it's to that specific essential oil, but it's not. It's to those chemicals that are being added and the fragrances that are synthetic that are added to that essential oil bottle. And it's a lot cheaper to create that So if you're using an essential oil that's 100% pure with no additives, no, you know, fragrances, no alcohol, then it's a very different effect. It becomes like a medicine as opposed to if you're using an essential oil that has all different kinds of crap in it, then it can cause much, much more (laughs) much more there's that word again but not just much more but it can cause a significant number of okay so (laughs) i'm just continuing on from that first segment um so what i'm realizing is i need to put my phone in airplane mode when i record these podcast because I get calls and they cut off the recording and then it immediately stops. All right. So back to using essential oils for your pets. So where you get your products from is so important. I am no longer affiliated with any specific essential oil company, but I love, love, love doTERRA and I use them often. So 
because I know the quality, I know their integrity, I know where they source their essential oils. I've been on a sourcing trip before when I used to be affiliated with doTERRA. And so that is really important. If you're using essential oils store brand, for example, now they're sold everywhere because it's such a popular uh, go-to um, you know, natural alternative, then you'll find that they will not be effective and they could cause different reactions such as headaches. It could cause you know, all kinds of other health issues, rashes, reactions, allergic reactions, symptoms to reactions. And this is why then a lot of people will tell you not to use essential oils for your pets because so many people are not using essential oils that are sourced from a place that don't have any additives, chemicals, fragrances that are harmful to you and to your pets. So with all that said, if you're using essential oils from a company that holds its integrity, is not mixing chemical constituents with other chemicals, is directly sourcing their essential oils from plants and is hydro um, distilling or using a hydro distillation process or steam distillation process that is effective, the most effective way to use essential oils, then that is fantastic. You can safely use your essential oils for your kids, for your family, for yourself internally, topically, aromatically, and also for your pets. Okay, so going back to the question, and she asked about using trees for pets. Now, this is really good because you know, typically we're you subscribed from a doctor, subscribed prescribed (laughs) or prescribed either an over-the-counter medication or a prescription or a prescribed prescription or recommended to take an over-the-counter medication. There's a lot of essential oil blends that you can use in place of that. And I've talked many, many times about the differences and how to kind of transform your medicine cabinet And in a scientific perspective, the similarities in molecular formulas of the essential oils compared to the medications. So this is a really great example. So Beth, if you're listening, you can definitely use the trees for your pet for seasonal allergies. You actually don't have to have the pet take it internally. I would actually recommend to, you can just open the capsule and you can put the capsules on the bottoms of the feet and just notice how quickly the dog responds to the essential oil. That's the other thing with animals because their sensitivity and children, their body responds so fast with very, very little oil. Our bodies do as well as adults, but I feel we are just so much more toxic. (laughs) And I've said this many times before, We have been, we've had many, many years of toxic chemicals and packaged processed foods and not enough sleep. Very different compared to children who are still young and can recover so much faster from different issues. So you can use the trees. You don't even have to use trees. You know, you can, you can use a lot of different kinds um, of essential oils. Uh, and like, for example, I'll make a essential oil spray for my dog. I have a little tiny dog that's only four and a half pounds. And you guys know how much 
I love essential oils and how much and how often I use it in my diffuser, on my kids, in a spinal treatment. I take it internally. I put it all over. Uh, so you can use lavender. You can use frankincense for allergies. You can use even fennel is really good for allergies. Chamomile. A lot of the calming oils are really effective for allergies. Um, cedarwood's another really good one. And all of these can be used topically on the bottoms of the feet. And, you know, just keep in mind that the oils are safe. They're effective. If you're using the good ones from a place where you trust, then you can use, um, you can use essential oils. Of course, just like plants, any sort of plants, we have some reactions to plants. Like if we're poisonous to certain plants or those plants are poisonous to us, it's the same with essential oils and dogs. But remember that the chemical constituents, I mean plants, it's the same for plants and dogs. Remember the chemical constituents in essential oils are different than the plants. So for example... You know, they tell you, like, um, you can't have grapefruit. For example, if you're taking specific medications, and but you can use the grapefruit essential oil. And so that right there is just a sign that the essential oil in a grapefruit that's coming from the rind, the skin of the fruit, is very different than drinking grapefruit juice. So there's different chemical constituents and the different properties of the fruit, right? So just keep that in mind. The plants have different properties than just the essential oils of those plants. And yes, they have a much more powerful nose. They have actually much more powerful hearing and they use those things to survive. And so, uh, yeah, you just want to be conscious. Like, Tea tree oil, for example, they can be much more sensitive or wintergreen, they could be much more sensitive, but it's more ingested that could be that sensitivity than using it um, aromatically. Or, But I've, t- I've done the tea tree oil topically, but in a spray bottle for fleas because they're so good for that. And um, it's worked really well. So just keep that in mind. And in any event, when you're using essential oils, you know, you want to use less but more often because that is much more effective when dealing with any sort of health issues. Okay, so let's go to the next question. And then you can also try, I know that try ease peppermint typically isn't recommended for dogs, but like I said before, um, the Tri-Ease is a blend. It's a blend of peppermint, lavender, and lemon oil. And you can, it's very, very low amount of the essential oil. So you can either great break a capsule or you could just use the peppermint in a diffuser for your dog or topically on the bottoms of the feet. Um, so for those of you who have already subscribed to the exclusive content, thank you so much. I so very much appreciate it. And it's really exciting to see that you're interested in more of the details. So what I, um, decided that I would just create a podcast for the week for you with all of the how to protocols of everything that I've talked about in the week. 
So for that kind of podcast, for those of you who are subscribed, get a pen and paper, and that way you can keep track of everything that I teach in that podcast. All right, so Flora posted a question, asks, um, any suggestions for lightening a birthmark? We're sticking with applying frankincense daily, and I'm wondering if anything else to add. Well, uh, frankincense is a fantastic one. Lavender is also really good. So any sort, any of the flower oils, uh, you know, are excellent for lightening skin, dark spots. I can tell you I had a dark spot on the side of my cheek and also kind of like under my chin. And I was using the essential skincare line, the light, I think it's brightening serum, the anti-aging moisturizer, and the tightening serum. And I'm certain you can just use the brightening serum. And that's probably a really good one to use for lightening a birthmark. And then the other thing you can do is, you know, the helichrysum, the Immortel blend is really good. You can use the Immortel blend. You can use, uh, you can also use myrrh, frankincense, helichrysum, all of those skin, skin oils. The flower oils are really good for skin. The other thing that I did as well, I don't typically use citrus oils on my face, especially because, um, well, it has a cleansing property. So like if I'm struggling with, like if there's like an act, a, a pimple or I do it to clean like my 15 year old son his skin is really amazing but sometimes he'll have some acne and I use that typically I use tea tree oil but I've used lemon also like I'll spot treat like lemon just spot treat um but I have also had experience uh someone who said they used the lemon oil and the helichrysum together and that worked really effectively for lightening the dark spots or both birthmarks. So you can try those two things. And then also if you want specifics, remember I have tons of protocols information in my downloads. You can just go to my website to download the ebook or you can subscribe for that kind of information. I also have a protocol, like let's say you just want a protocol for 30 days, you have a health issue and you want a protocol for 30 days, go to my website and request a protocol and I'll write you protocol, 30 day protocol. Okay, and we're gonna do one more question. So Vicky asked, I will be traveling internationally and wonder if I can combine the oils I take on a daily basis so I don't have to take so many bottles. I take one drop of frankincense, copaiba, turmeric, pink pepper, meta power, or meta PWR, in a veggie cap. Can I combine equal amounts in one bottle and then do five drops into my capsule? Yes, that is the best way to do it. If you are traveling, I love to use dropper bottles for whatever blends I'm using. So you can combine frankincense, copaiba, or copaiba, turmeric, pink pepper, meta power, in a veggie cap. Absolutely. Frankincense is that one oil. Frankincense, copaiba, myrrh, and uh, DDR Prime are the top four oils that I recommend taking every single day. 
They're also, I believe, are anti-cancerous oils. So if you are not taking that yet, you should. I would say you can combine, yeah, I just do equal amounts. So I'll just approximate, I'll take the top off, pour the oil into the dropper bottle. A, like if there's five oils, then you're doing a fifth of the bottle for each oil. Shake it up and I would take five to 10 drops in your capsule, Vicky. Okay. Oh, one more question. <laughs> They're such good questions. I love it. Someone asked, Chila asked, I'm looking for cough remedies with oils. I'm actually going to be teaching a, um, I'm teaching a uh, webinar tomorrow uh, called Healthy Lungs and Breathing Techniques. So it is, I'm going to talk about cough. I'm going to talk about the respiratory system and what oils to use. So if you're listening, I love to use cooling oils like eucalyptus, my favorite, peppermint's really good, Spanish sage, rosemary, those are all really good. But there is one really fantastic cough remedy. It's actually in my book. And um, you can use these two oils together for those of you listening to me for a long time probably know this, especially if you have like long-term cough or you have cough that will not go away, whatever kind of cough, there's two oils that you can use to get rid of the cough and it has worked every single time, guaranteed. And you put these two oils in a little shot glass, you take it like a shot, I'll talk about it tomorrow in my webinar. You can get that download also um, after the webinar is over. Okay, you guys, that's all I have for you today. Uh, I'm going to do one more podcast for this last week of health topics. And then the very first day of uh, the second week is going to be all about wellness. So if you don't know the difference between health and wellness, health is like Uh, you know, understanding how to be physically healthy. This is when I refer to health. It's like the absence of physical and mental diseases when you're like in excellent health. Wellness is like creating the lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle. How do you become more aware and make choices that create a successful, healthy life? So uh, there's a difference between those two and we're going to talk wellness all week. I'm going to bring my mom back for that recording. She's just so insightful and I've had so many of you guys message me saying that you enjoyed that recording with her. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to continue to follow along, you can follow this podcast, Super Mom Society. You can join me on my Instagram, Supermom Society, on TikTok, on Facebook. I'm going to be transitioning as Polina to Supermom Society. And you can also go to my website. Keep in contact with me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for your continued support. Even though we've had a lot of ups and downs, I feel, this last year and a half or so, um, you're still hanging on with me. And for that, I am forever grateful. Have a beautiful and amazing rest of your day. And remember, stay incredibly awesome.